Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Welcome back to CamFest 2021. We're excited to bring you from Lumpia with a Vengeance, our writer, director, Patricio Janelsa, and stars of the film, April Absinthe and Katrina Demarnan. Welcome, everyone. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Patricio, we're going to start with you because, uh, yeah, you've been around with this Lumpia business for 20 years now. So can you introduce this film to our audience? Uh, Lumpia with a Vengeance is an action comedy. It's a, a sequel to a homemade movie I did uh, probably what, 20 years ago called Lumpia, uh, shot in Daly City. And it's about uh, a superhero who uses Lumpia as a weapon and protects Fogtown, which is Daly City. So that's the short, <laughs> the short su- su- synopsis. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start off real simple. I want to know how many Lumpia roughly did you eat throughout the filming of this? And is it possible to get be sick of lumpia because for me it's not <laughs> well for a little bit of vengeance uh it's it's mostly cg lumpia now which is uh, that that's a secret but the original one you know we had to actually use real lumpia and how many lumpia i i mean it depends on what you define as lumpia because uh when we cooked it we usually used we were such in a hurry to to shoot that that homemade movie that we would like grab whatever was left over from like my mom's kitchen and whether it was mungo beans or corned beef or vienna sauce you just put it all together so we had this mystery lumpia and our our, our actors <laughs> never knew what was inside the lumpia it was a, like a surprise so <laughs> wow that's hilarious that's yeah. nice behind the scenes because you know we didn't want to dispose of real lumpia use real lumpia right like, lumpia, no one ate so you know we obviously we just wanted to use leftover lumpia not the real one because we wanted to eat it not throw and it, it takes, around. It takes a long time to to make real lumpia too. Yes, it does. Yes. Very true. Very true. It's labor knows, intensive. I, I actually yes. taught my co-host here, so yeah. Yeah. Like you got to get the wrapper, and you got to make sure it's like tight. It's, it's tight. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. It, um, it, it I've learned. Apart. I've learned my lesson well. Um, Patricio, you uh, wrote a couple of badass uh, female characters. Um, which was great to see in this film, and especially uh, women of color. Can you talk about uh, writing for the women? And also if Katrina and April want to talk about that too, I'm sure it was kind of a driving force to, to be a part of the film. Well, well uh, Katrina plays Gemini in our film. Um, and so she, the, the, that villain was already there from draft one. I, I, I felt I needed, uh, we, we needed a, a, a very um, uh, a, a villain that just had this really uh, rule the, I, well, I don't want to spoil she it. She was a badass. She's a badass, yes. <laughs> That's all I, we need I, I, badass, <laughs> bad bitch. Um, uh, April's <laughs> character, she plays Rachel, and that was an actual, uh, that took a while to get to her character because it started out, Lumpia Revenges was started out, the main character was Mon Mon, which was the, uh, the her father, the original, in, in the original film. Then it ended up becoming uh, a son, his son. And then we ultimately uh, came up by the, I don't know, 20th draft, but right before we shot uh, uh, to Rachel. So it was a kind of an evolution of trying to figure that out. And, uh, you know, April uh, owned that role to the point where we even rewrote the third act during during production. Wow. 
so that was uh, for me a learning experience as a filmmaker and it, it, it i i feel it, it made the script uh, uh better <laughs> or more delicious i think yeah. <laughs> i did want to mention that i thought it was so dope having both the antagonist and the protagonist be female and you know you don't really get to see that too often in a lot of films nowadays or really ever in the same film you know and both of these women have so many things that they have in common. They're trying to fight for what they believe in, even though what Gemini believes in is bad, you know, and they're both such strong women who are just really trying to change the world and really not let men be the ones who are the bosses of them, you know? And it's funny because um, Rachel's character, she's just a high school teenager. Yeah, she's pretty much trying to save the world. And she kind of does. And I mean, if you guys saw the film, you'll see that too. She's a kick-ass character. And and Patricia, like I salute, they, of course, and <laughs> I salute Pat for choosing women to play not only the main character, but also the, the villain of the film, you know? So that was pretty cool, I think. <laughs> yes. It's funny because um, when I went to my audition for Rachel, I didn't know that Katrina was the one who was sitting in the lobby um, right. Like it was just so funny. So we kind of crossed paths and little yeah. did know that we were going to be the protagonist and antagonist. Um, yeah. we also came from the same high school. So yep. it's just hey. so, I think the cool thing about the question that you asked about being a, a, a woman at a time when we're doing a Filipino American film, it's like, it's like a double whammy for lack of a better term. You're, you're hitting like women empowerment right now. And we're also falling into a time of where representation matters. So mm -hmm. I don't know, like Katrina, I, I yeah. feel so blessed that we get to be oh, women at this moment. It's that's, that's how I, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing feeling. And the Bay Area premiere could not have, have have happened at a better time than now because of everything that's been going on, obviously, with the Asian American community. But this film, it's released in the Bay Area, especially because it's very prominent, you know, all the violence that's going on right now in our hometown. So I thought it was a perfect time for it to to make its debut out there, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a really good point because because we all in our community need, need to step up to be a hero, mm -hmm. um, you know, and that means standing up for each other and, and vocalizing how we feel, but also doing our part to bridge um, ourselves with other communities and mm -hmm. finding, yeah. um, finding ways to unify with one another uh, through storytelling, which is what I love about our cast is that every, it's so diverse and it's so representative of the Bay Area because growing up in Fremont, you know, Katrina and I, <laughs> like the, we had every type every of type person, of race. Uh, yeah, in our, in our grade school and um, in high school and like we were all homies and so to go out and venture to different parts of the world and you don't see that yeah. it's it's it, it's weird it's, uh, <laughs> the rest of the world's missing out the rest yeah. of the world is missing out on how peaceful and how awesome like a cohesive um multi-community can be it's that's why we have such a special story 
in, in the Bay area to share with, with everyone else that like, it's possible for everyone to get along. It is, it really is. Cause it happens mm-hmm. here. Thank you. Yeah. So true. So beautiful. And, um, just a side note, Katrina, I was hoping you were going to be wearing the lipstick for this interview. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> Maybe next time. I mean, it's a thing. I hope it sticks. That is a, it's a look. Yeah, that is a look. It, it just is works. a look. But you know how hard it was to not make sure that it blends and because it was black and white. I could barely speak unless it was my turn to film a scene because if I even laughed and I love to laugh and, you know, like joke around. So if I even just went like this on accident and it was the wrong angle, girl, my lipstick is gray. <laughs> it would be gray because the colors would just mash. Right. April is just half. half. Right. Right. <laughs> but I so love that look. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I love just, I love films like this, especially like from the Bay, because it just dispels this myth that in order to be in the entertainment industry, you need to go to Hollywood, you know? Um, So, but Patricio, I'd love to speak about just this tribe that you've amassed throughout the years in the Bay and how they've kind of kept you motivated and inspired. And and for Katrina and April, for you to enter this established family, this established Olympia family and and what that was like. Um, I think so, so, you know, we had our Bay Area premiere. We're sharing it with the Fabas Filipina Brothers, um, directed by Dante Bosco. And, uh, you know, uh, we we shared the same DNA in the debut. I mean, I, I was part of that film with the debut. And uh, I know all of them were all family. And so to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the San Francisco premiere of the debut uh, with them, it, it, it was, I mean, that's why we're... It, I, I couldn't think of a better San Francisco premiere. The fact we're spending, uh, we're, we're sharing it, uh, sharing the stage with, with family. And, and that's how it started for us really to create this tribe, you know, that it started working on the debut, uh, getting this, uh, this volunteer crew together. And then that kind of spinned off with Lumpia. We put this homemade movie out because we saw the, the, the appetite that was that people wanted after the debut and then from Lumpia, we actually started making music videos, uh, you know, for a lot of the musicians that donated the songs to not only Lumpia, but also to, to the debut. And so we started, uh, myself and AJ Kolomai from Xylophone Films, we just started this whole form of community filmmaking that, uh, you know, that's also we were filmmakers now. We're making these uh, music videos that 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 all then became we worked uh, with Bamboo, with with uh, Rocky Rivera, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these prominent uh, film independent artists. And then we went to a new level when we worked with the Black Eyed Peas. We did the Apple song, uh, Bebo. And so we for, I think, what, two decades, we were just kind of playing that sandbox of Filipino-American pop culture and independent scene. Uh, and but the feature film, this Loopy with a Vengeance, was kind of like our our goal because the stores were getting the, the platform, the, the music, the, the store is getting too big for storytelling, but we wanted to, to, uh, you know, feature films was always my goal. And so Olympia with a Vengeance was kind of like our, uh, uh, our, our testament to, or, or, you know, to use our community filmmaking and getting all the folks that we've gathered and who'd worked with us in the, in the last two decades, whether they were uh, filmmakers or musicians or even cast that we've worked in past projects. And that's what I'm most proud of Olympia with a Vengeance is that, yes, it started out with this neighborhood project of just kids that that, that started this with a bunch of Filipino kids in the neighborhood. And it has now expanded to incorporate uh, not just actors from the debut, from the flip side, uh, from the original Olympia, and now with Hollywood, with, uh, with, with UFC fighting with Mark Munoz, and then with Danny Trejo. Uh, yeah. I think that's the most beautiful thing about this project. You see 
it, it could have been an experiment that could have just fell apart. You know, professional actors with 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 regular folks that don't have acting experience, yeah. you know, or or no, I'm, I'm sorry, not acting experience, but that, that don't act professionally. Um, but the, so so like Lumpia, you know, we wrapped it all together, and 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 it became <laughs> this really delicious uh, feast, you know. And that, I think that's for me. I, I just feel blessed with Katrina and April, we struck gold. Uh, just uh, they, they own their characters and to a point where it made it easier for me to, um, you know, to, to, uh, to kind of rewrite it. And, and uh, even with these comic books, kind of like just even, uh, what's the word, uh, kind of uh, work their stories out more, their characters more. Yeah, so. and, and I read you had a um, a bigger budget this time, um, which is great. Still low budget, indif- still. Though. I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm gonna say still very independent. Um, but if you can talk about just the casting and then bringing in Danny Trejo and also a couple other Bosco brothers, I saw. I also saw Kevin Kamea, who yeah. I'm guessing is a friend of yours, who yeah. I, I love his comedy. But talking about the casting and also just being very intentional about keeping it local. Um, uh, yeah, so, you know, it was important to keep it local because the original movie was shot in Daily City. We call it Fogtown just because it's like <laughs> like Metropolis and Gotham City in the comic book world, you know, they're, they're substitutes for New York City, Chicago, right? So why not Fogtown representing Daily City? Perfect, um, perfect name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It's so obvious. I mean, people yeah. already know it's Daily City. It's like, oh, no, it represents yeah. any city that has a big Filipino population, you know? <laughs> could be Carson. It could be Glenda. What's going on? Whatever. But uh, regardless, yeah, shooting the Bay was important. And um, I, I'll tell you that the only reason we were, we were crowdfunded, you know, in 2013. This is almost eight years ago. And, you know, we... And, 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 but the money we raised was never enough to make a feature film. So we used that to fundraise, but anytime we would, you know, give up or we were kind of like hitting this, this obstacle, there was always this checkpoint that we would hit and whether or not it was, oh, getting crowdfunded. And then the next checkpoint would be, oh, we got Mark Munoz involved. And the next checkpoint was, oh, okay. We got Danny Trejo. He said, he said, yes. Or, you know, we, we got April and Katrina. It just seemed like anytime that we would, and in, in, in making independent movies are hard. So anytime we would hit this thing and wanted to give up, we always thought of, oh, well, you know what? We have backers in the audience waiting for us, you know, and that was what kept us motivated. And in a way, we wanted to make sure it was a good movie. We didn't just want to make a movie for the sake of just fulfilling our crowdfunding. You know, we wanted to make sure that it was a movie worthy of all the support that we were getting and all the hard work that, you know, our cast and Katrina and April were putting into this. They were owning it. So, uh, yeah, it took a long time. We didn't have, we never had all the money uh, uh, to spend, but we had the time to spend it because we were all part-time filmmakers. There were, none of us was doing this full time. And then that's, that was the, I think it was the blessing to come out of this uh, thing, looking back now and saying, wow, we got this and we premiered in Hawaii. And then we won an audience award there. It's, I, I, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it has, I haven't processed the whole, what has <laughs> happened so far. Katrina and April, you know, you, you both have to be just mad, you know, throughout this film, but we've, <laughs> but we've seen the blooper roll, the blooper reels. I love that you include oh, those. There were. But how, how do you, how do you keep a straight face with, with some of these like ridiculous joke one-liners <laughs> and, and things like that? I mean, I know you're professional, but was it hard? Were there some scenes where it's just like you had to break? Gosh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, you know, when you're, when you're just in the scene and you're with your family there, it's like, you guys are 
you're just joking the whole time. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you joke and <laughs> but, you like have to keep a, a straight face because that's a part of delivering the joke. It's just it's just like that. Um, I know for Katrina, it's probably because you couldn't move your lips. <laughs> but, yeah, now we know. <laughs> I, do, I do remember, though, April, that scene where we were in the kitchen and then it was when they found out that um, oh, I probably can't even talk about the movie. But it was a scene oh. you and I were, were like face to face and we had a yes. serious like confrontation and I was like just talking down on you the meanest. And then we just like <laughs> broke down and started laughing. It was, was like, so oh hard. God. It was so hard because I swear to God, Katrina yeah. like the nicest person in the whole world. She is so sweet. And she is just yelling at me and I'm like, girl, I can't with you yeah. right now. And then um, I even catch myself. I'm like, oh my God, Gemini's so mean. Like, did I just say that? <laughs> oh my God. You just like slap, follow your own hand. Yeah, I'm just like, like uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, thank, yeah. thank you so much. This has been so fun. It's like talking with friends and, and your your relationship, it shows in, in the film and, and just so proud for our community to have this film. So uh, again, we've been talking to the director and writer Patricio Ginelsa and stars April Absinthe and Katrina DeMaranon. Thank you guys so much. Congratulations. Thank you for thank having you. us. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having us. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>